Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. And I'm Renee Barabo, and we are excited to be here with you. And of course, we have another compelling topic. <laughs> yeah, so Renee said, you explain this one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those of you who have ever worked with me and those of you who have been listening to our shows we actually did a show on this in the beginning. Um, I've really been interested in um, in the multiverse for a very long time, really ups- actually obsessed with it. And the um, concept of different dimensions of reality. And for the last few years, um, one of the things that I've been downloading from the Earth herself is that she's evolving to a less dense um, body, organism. And so we're evolving. Those of us who are going to survive will be evolving to a less dense organism, because evolution is just something that naturally um, happens in the universe. And so um, for years now, I've been sharing with people that something's happening energetically, and you can start seeing some of the dimensions that are starting to split a little bit. And the other night, I started getting glimpses. It was weird. It was like, um, it wasn't like being at a science fiction movie, but it was like getting glimpses um, into uh, different dimensions starting to open up. And the issue is, is not every dimension is better than this one. Um, Mm. And so people have to make a choice. And because I've been talking about this for probably 20 years, um, uh, because I was really impacted when I first stepped onto the land of the Anazazi, which were ancient people who lived in the Four Corners, um, New Mexico, Utah, um, Arizona, Colorado, and they all disappeared overnight like that. Um, And it was real clear to me that they were still on the land. I could hear them talking. I could hear them singing. I could smell them cooking. And so I realized they they did evolve. They were evolved people, um, and they did evolve. They just, they're still here. They just stepped. They just made a step. And I've been told for about 40 years that we're all going to be given the opportunity to make that step. And I'm starting to see a glimpse into that kind of that um, an energy field starting to open where we'll be able to make a step. But um, the step requires you to make a choice of which consciousness you want to marry. Does it give you any more indication of what consciousness choices we get to make from? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Are you going to 
are you going to marry into division? Um, Mm -hmm. Are you going to be in that dimension? Um, That dimension is really strong right now. Um, And boy, you can get sucked into that one and you're going to get stuck there. You know, what you have to understand is that all these dimensions that open and people start to step into that that's what um, becomes your life. Mm -hmm. And so where do you want to go? Do you want to go like, um, I like the dimension of um, emanating love to nature and having nature emanate love to me and seeing vibrant colors and seeing crystalline beings and feeling love in my heart and still feeling anger and still feeling disappointment and still feeling sadness, but knowing how to transmute that so that um, the energy field that I hold and the energy field I step into is one that ends up feeding myself and all of life with love. We always have a choice. And what people don't understand right now is the mental choices they're making are actually opening up a door to a life that you're going to be living for the rest of your life. So what door do you want to choose? Do you want to choose the door of love? Do you want to choose the door of division? Do you want to choose the door of conspiracy theories? Um, Starting to see... um, there it's um i don't know it's like sparkling lights are starting to show up with um it's almost like taking down a movie screen in los angeles and hollywood it's like movie screens are being taken down and new movie strings uh, screens are being put up in the universe and you have to decide which movie you're going to want to be in (laughs) Yeah. And I don't think that they're like, I, I think that all of those ideas are out there. Like, you know, when I read the news, I'll I'll read all the way through to what people are thinking over here. You know, like I don't look at one side of this vaccine picture, you know, or one side of any particular news, because I do believe that the truth is, well, pretty elusive. And if there is such a thing as truth, it's somewhere in the gray area between these, all of these ideas. But I, I, when you were speaking, I could see people, all right, this is the Coliseum of the people who are thinking this. And, and, and I think that what, what really starts to separate and, and tear these relationships is, is the, the vigor and the vim of which you hold on to, like an idea is a sacred truth. Like, you know, I mean, if you if you go back to the essence of shamanism, everything is energy. Mm-hmm. So where are you, you know, where are you compounding the energy that you're holding on to? You know, my I, I would think that I'd like to the dimension that I would like to live in or the dimension that I really feel like I live in a lot of the times is the dimension of alchemy, mm-hmm. where Last week, I drew a picture of the new kitchen, and sure enough, within an hour, the cabinet showed up on Facebook. Somebody was selling them, you know, this exact configuration. So to me, that's everyday magic. 
And so, you know, and it doesn't, it could be a healing. It could be, you know, I'm just happen to be building. It could be anything you want, but are you living in a world where you remember that magic is your uh, inherent birthright? And if, uh, if, if you believe that, then you get to choose. Well, I think that you actually said the, the core that what you're, what we're talking about is everyday magic mm -hmm. and everyday magic actually isn't a choice. Um, and right, because, that's true. <laughs> it can be if you know what you're doing, if you know how to work with the power of intention. And and that's how you can work with the power of making sure that you're living in a dimension of reality that you would like to that you would like to um, be. But a lot of people are are doing um that magic, that daily magic to um, to actually uh, solidify their suffering. Mm. Um, because Good point. they don't realize the energy that they're feeding. And the energy that you feed actually ends up creating the dimension of reality that you end up living in. And so a lot of people are creating the magic of suffering and not realizing it because they just happen to be feeding the energy of suffering, division, separation, and hate. And so there's a lot of suffering that people are feeling right now. One of the, the other components of the, the, the reality structure that I see as an opportunity for us to step into is that I think that this linear timeline was a, a creation for a production and industrialization of like, how much can you produce in this period of time and how valuable are you here? And then you start to decline that if in the wind clan, what we're creating is a structure that takes us back to the sacred, the sacred cycle of nature. And that's a choice. You know, when you start to think about like, okay, well, it's harvest time. So I'm harvesting and, you know, we're moving into, you know, the, the winter up here in the North. So how do I, how do I start to hold my day? Because as things break down further and further, and there's more and more tears in the fabric, these foundational principles by which you organize your life are going to be crucial for for dealing safe and connected. Right. Yeah, which is all the stories that have been handed down for thousands of years of how to get through these different difficult times when um, we're being polished is what's happening. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's important to, it's really, for me, why the choices are so important is because people don't understand what's creating a lot of their suffering. Um, and that there are so many different fields of energy that we can step into that people ha are stepping into all over the world. Not everybody in the world is experiencing the same thing. 
There are people who are experiencing amazing states of peace, incredible relationships with the animal world, with the plant world, with the tree world, with the phases of the moon, with the phases of the seasons. There are people who live like this 24-7 with a sparkle in their eye, with joy uh, coming out of their face because they made a choice. They made a choice, period. They were not pulled there. They made a choice. And so it's not an easy choice because the spiritual practices that you have to do require an incredible amount of discipline. And we don't really, we don't want to be tied to the discipline right now. (laughs) Right. It's like the we've lost our way to the discipline and, and, and the practices of it. Even I was thinking, you know, as, as teachers, you know, are you just giving lip service to your practices or do you actually make sure that, you know, you commit and do the work that you're asking other people to do? For example, like, you know, like, okay, well, if, if we're, we're, we're honoring, this particular time of year, how do I honor it? And how do I like, you know, is it just, I don't think we can give lip service to our spiritual practices and expect to come out on the right side of the veil. Yeah. I I, I think some of what's happening for people right now is um, they're confused. They're full. They're feeling pulled apart. Um, They don't know who to trust, and they don't know where to go for support. So um, instead of realizing the cure for that is to do your spiritual practices, Mm -hmm. and you feel um, more centered no matter what's going on in the world, um, people are, are, and they, they always have, you know, it's been my big complaint in teaching shamanism for 40 years. Um, you know, people come up to me at workshops and go, this was a great workshop. Now I have to go find the next workshop. <laughs> I, I know that there are more powerful ceremonies out there. I know that there are more powerful ways to work out there. And there are no more powerful ways to work out there. The most powerful way to work is if you are really in a heart space, a real true heart space of unconditional love. You made it, (laughs) but not that many of us get there. And um, so people are getting confused that more information, more ceremonies, more knowledge from somebody else is going to be um, going to be what's helping them. And so people are, are getting very confused in the choices that they're making. And we can see it. We can see it in the weather. The weather is reflecting chaos, mm-hmm. um, chaotic energy to us. Yes. One reason the winds have released themselves from the caves of time at this point is that it's a place where we are are being requested to come into harmony so that we can be in relationship to the the to weather the storms and you know we're not going to get out of the storms we we've made decisions all the way along that have gotten us to these storms so folks we're here 
and but you still get to have hope and peace and celebrations and gratitude. And if you keep choosing the higher frequency ideas of love, gratitude, faith, hope, you're going to, you're going to, as the, as the, as the denser energies sink into the quicksand, you know, you're going to rise, you know, with the cream and, and, (laughs) and it's just that simple. And it's not about having to agree with everything that everyone's saying or stuff like that. It's about living in integrity to what you believe and being that best human possible in your, and last week we talked about yard in your trees. You know, how are you, how are are you showing your tree love and is it showing you tree love back? That's what's going to save us here. That's what's going to move us forward as a humanity in, in a, Remindering that we are nature and there is not a separation between us and the world that we're inhabiting at the moment. Yeah, we're, it's all, it's actually all really simple and we're <laughs> making it incredibly complicated. But I love, I love the metaphor that you used. I, I think it was perfect. And I think <laughs> it brings us to really what we're, we're trying to say is that there is a way to live a less dense life and there is a way to be more in the flow of the river of life, but that's finding your own flow instead of listening to what everybody else is thinking about out there because right now people are so confused. You know, the universe has, you know, has done something so perfect they they've sent so many mixed messages that nobody can figure out what's going on right now and that that's intentional we're not supposed to know what's going on right now we're not supposed to but if you follow your heart and you stick to your spiritual path it's going to take you to exactly where you need to be um without having to try and figure it out mm-hmm. I think that says it all. I don't think we have to say anything more about it. Um, I would just like to tell, ask people to save the date. The the fire tenders gatherings coming up in begins on December 20th. And Sandra is actually going to share with us on how to hold sacred space for the, the time of the fire this year. And um, we've done it for 10 years now. 12 to 14 days of really holding space as a community. That's way, one way of lifting yourself up to know that you're one light with thousands of other lights and, and knowing that there is hope in that darkness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Communities where it's at and Renee, you're doing a brilliant job of creating a community that is, is holding space. So thank you. Well, thank the trees out in my yard for kicking my butt all the time to make sure that I don't forget how small I really am in the world. <laughs> and Sandra, you do your, I mean, you're like, you you just are such a wealth of wisdom. And it's just such an honor every week to sit here with you and, and get glimmers into all of that teaching and all of that knowledge and all of those years of on the road, you know, really being committed to this path of helping other people find their way so that they could teach and lead and, and hold, hold the fire, 
hold the fire. We need to hold the fire together. We do. And that's a choice. And that mm-hmm. was the point of our show is we need to make good choices for us personally and for our communities. So thank you, everyone. And thank you, Renee. Thank you. Follow us over at shamanstv.com. If you sign up, you'll get a notice of when a new show drops. Uh, our Facebook group, people, I read all of the comments and respond to them on YouTube. And, and we, you know, there's a lot of people posting on Facebook and we try to get to those as well. So I hope you all have a wonderful week and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.